You're listening to Leveling Up, where we'll show you how to win at the game of life and business. It's time to power up your skills through life gamification with your host, Eric Sue. I'm going to show you how you can make over $1 million a year. That's take home as a marketer, not just marketers. The best people are actually out there cultivating their own brand because media is one of the most defensible modes that you can have as not just an individual, but a company as well. So this individual, what they did was they actually went out there over the years, they cultivated their brand. They continued to add a lot of value. They demonstrated that they had a point of view and now they have clients that are paying them 8,000 to $15,000 a month. And the best thing about it, he has one or two contractors and his deliverables. He's not in there doing the work. He's not hands on keys or anything like that. He's actually out there talking to people. And so he'll talk to people for 60 minutes, 90 minutes a week, and we'll just help them guide their marketing strategy. He'll help train up their marketing team and he might share templates as well. So imagine this, if you just have 10 clients that are paying you $8,000 a month, that's already $80,000 a month. You multiply that and over a year, that's basically a million dollars at the end of the day. If you get maybe 20 clients doing that, well, now you're close to $2 million, right? And so you decide how far you wanna take this. Now, you also have to understand that if you're going to do this, it's not going to be something that happens overnight. If you want guaranteed success, you have to be willing to put in the work. So I'm going to give you the blueprint as to how he actually does this. So number one, he had a spiky point of view. And so where every marketer out there might be talking about, let's say they might be talking about SEO, paid media or whatever. This person might be talking about, oh, it's about looking at, you know, dark social. It's about looking at, you know, this and that. It's about looking at things that are different. This person has a contrarian point of view, right? And if you've seen over and over, over time, I remember when I've hosted events and I have people such as, you know, the Hormozis come or Cody Sanchez or a lot of these creators, everyone builds their creator team and they don't really spend a lot of money on ads. They do really well on YouTube. They do really well on Twitter. And then from there, their audience continues to compound. And well, oftentimes they have a point of view and they are contrarian. And they're also very consistent about, you know, the posting schedule. So it's really two C's right here. One is you have to be contrarian. Two is you have to be consistent. And consistent doesn't mean you just post for six months and you're done. Consistent means that you're doing it for two years, three years or so, because that's how long it typically takes to see success. Now, it's also important that whatever you're sharing, you have insights that are unique. And so don't just share insights and regurgitate what everyone else is doing. Don't just go out there and use an AI writing tool like a chat GPT to help you with insights. That's not enough. Ideally, if you're laying insights with specific results, that's something that's interesting, right? And so case studies work really well, unique insights work really well, or you could say something that goes against the grain, especially against a trending topic. People might talk a lot about, you know, controversial figures and then they might, you know, you can take another angle and say, oh, this is how this controversial figure actually did marketing, right? And that could work out for you because in that case, you're kind of riding the wave and you are newsjacking. But if you wanna stay relevant, you gotta be continually posting and you have to figure out a workflow that works for you. And ideally it's a daily workflow that works for you. Now, the other piece of it is that you have to be known for something. And so that means that if you are, let's say you're really good at SEO as an example. Well, talk a lot about the SEO results that you've got. Talk a lot about SEO results that you got for clients, for yourself. Talk about unique insights that you might have or where you think the SEO industry might be going, or you might be talking to having interesting conversations with people and you're sharing the data and maybe you're kind of anonymizing who you're talking to, but you're sharing that interesting data because people want to continue to get better. People want to learn. But again, if you're saying it's just the same thing that everyone else is saying, that's just not interesting enough, right? So people have very short attention spans. And so how do you how do you hook them with that one interesting insight? And then, then they'll come into your world, right? 
Which brings me to my next point. If you're going to be consistent about posting, you have to make sure that your headline is what hooks them, right? Your thumbnail, your headline, wherever you're posting to, it hooks them. You know, Mr. Beast spends a lot of time and money on his thumbnails. Also, even the thumbnails, the headlines, like if it's not working in the first hour or so, you got to think about adjusting it. Maybe most of your time goes into the actual body of the content, but if you can't hook them, you might as well just throw that piece of content away because it just didn't work that well, right? And so even for us, like earlier today, I took a look at a 30 minute video that we did, but after the first 30 seconds or so, only 20% of people were staying. And so now we're redoing that portion because we found that, oh, okay, now we, we understand why people didn't retain that long. It's because of something that we said, and now we want to change it up a little bit, right? So it's really important for you to look at the content that you're developing and you're putting a lot of content out there. You're maybe in the very beginning, your first hundred pieces, they suck. But over time, as you put more and more effort into them, you're trying to make the best piece of content that you can, you want to be maximizing it, right? And so if it's not going well, go back to the drawing board, redo something, redo the headline, redo the thumbnail, right? And maybe redo the introduction to retain people. Because once you retain people for the first 30 seconds, one minute or so, you basically got them, right? And then from there, you know, you're going to get rewarded for having good metrics on these social platforms. And the good or organic social platforms right now would be like YouTube would be LinkedIn, would be Twitter, could be the other short form platforms. So IG Reels or TikToks as an example, YouTube Shorts, obviously using the own channels that you have too. So it could be email, you might have SMS. And so you wanna make use of everything that you have to kind of boost the stuff that you're putting out there, you know, and create one pillar piece of content and then hopefully organic reach will help it take off. And again, if you're not saying anything that's that interesting, then that's why people won't engage with it. That's why it won't, it won't get widely shared. And I wouldn't try to put too much effort into trying to aim for a home run every single time because, you know, if you're tweeting, for example, Twitter is just a stream of consciousness. I would argue that maybe you should just go for more volume tweeting than anything. Some stuff will take off and stuff stuff won't. The stuff that takes off for me, like I actually don't think much of it. And then the stuff that doesn't take off for me, I usually think it, it will take off. So it, it just never kind of really works out that way. Again, I just want to emphasize that experience takes time to develop. You can't expect to have it the next day. You can't expect it to have it in three months or six months or so. Everyone else out there has put in the work and that doesn't mean that like you're excluded from that, right? You'll realize that at the end of the day, none of us are that special. And I would just say like the reason why SEO has worked out well for me over the years and the reason why podcasts have really worked out for me well over the years because I've been very consistent with those and I've been very intentional with those, right? And then the times where I don't see good results when things start to fall off, then that's when when I realized, oh, I kind of you know took my eye off the ball and I didn't focus enough, right? So it's really important to focus and maybe not try to do too many channels at once. Try to focus on one channel that works for you. And then once you build that audience, then there's gonna be a lot of people that are reaching out to you, right? And so for example, my friend that's doing the the million a year, this was a very recent thing, but the more this person posts, the more people reach out and they're like, hey, like I noticed that you post that, we'd like to get the same results as well. And could you do that for us? And that's not to say that this person will work with every single person that reaches out. He might sign, you know, 20 to 30% of those people. And that's, that's more enough, right? And so it's the, the law of numbers at the end of the day. So I hope you're understanding now that at the very high level, I'm saying the reason why you build a brand is because it gives you optionality. You now have a moat that's around you and nobody can ever take that away from you because media is one of the most defensible things, right? So you have code, capital, media, and labor. These are the four forms of leverage that you can have. Now, if you can build up that media muscle and just continue to build around that, that brand aspect, that's something that you're going to be able to have for the long term. Ads are nice. I'm not saying ads don't work, but for the long term, if you want to grow, you, you want to build that brand affinity. That's why it's worth creating a lot of content out there, helpful content and unique content with a good perspective on it. And that's what's going to help you stand out above the rest of the people. And now when it comes to the actual work itself, it doesn't mean once you create this brand that you're done, it doesn't absolve you from 
from having to do good work, right? If you're going to try to make this million dollars a year with low overhead, you have to have a knack for GSD, right? Which is getting stuff done. I'm saying that in a PC way, right? I know a handful of marketers that have a bias for action. And if you have a bias for action, you just, you can't help yourself, right? You're short-term, very impatient, but long-term you're very patient, right? So you're, you want to move things quickly each, each and every day where you feel like you're not getting something done. Like it bothers the hell out of you. You got to get something done. And that's not to say you shouldn't take any breaks, but the point is you have to have a knack for GSD and people are going to, when they look at your content, they're like, oh, this person knows how to get things done. But that's just the first half of it. If they're going to work with you, or if you're going to refer, you know, whoever that's coming to you to other people, you better make sure that your referral partners know how to GSD as well, right? They better know how to get stuff done. Because at the end of the day, if they aren't, well, that's going to reflect your reputation and it's, that's going to harm you, right? And so you have a brand to uphold and it's something that you want to uphold for the long term. And so the final thing I'll say is you you have an option here, right? You can do the Mr. Beast way where, you know, build Beast Burger, you can build Feastables, you can start to build companies around this stuff and have other people run it. And you just focus on continuing to make videos because you kind of, you are that content. That's company building, right? Now you can build that brand as well. And you can just say, hey, like, I just want a handful of clients. I want to make good money a year. And I want to optimize for maximum happiness. I don't want to conquer the world or anything like that. I just want to maximize my happiness. And then from there, you know, have a great family. I'm going to travel the world. I'm going to have multiple houses around the world. Like a million dollars a year is a lot of money, right? You are, you're in the top 1%. You're not in the top 1% of the 1%. Maybe we'll make another video for that another day, but that's up to you. Like you, you get to decide how far you want to take your life, right? But I think having that brand gives you options. You're not beholden to any one employer. And at the end of the day, you're going to be able to not just have other clients that are helping you make a million dollars a year. You're going to be able to create other, maybe you could create a newsletter. You could create ad supported podcast or something like that, right? You have a lot of different options. You can create products. You can promote other products as well, but optionality becomes a thing for you and you are no longer beholden to any one person. You may have completed this level, but many more bosses await. If you're looking to level up in marketing or business, just go to singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up to get access to our individual and team training programs. That's singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up.